I just like dancing. I just dance like chair cool. dancing. Chair like dancing. dancing. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It is Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Your place for the unfiltered experience with myself, Christopher Roush, and... Scott David Goyet. Uh, you you almost had it. You're one for 12. Jesus You're one for 12. Christ. Can't. Right. Scott Goyet. How you doing, brother? Scott, how's your evening going so far? Chris, it's really good. A lot of... Um... A lot of things that seem to be coming untied proved to be the universe moving things out of the way so things could come together, which we preach all the time. And it's nice when the universe, you know, puts things into place in the right places. So lots puts of things, things in place in the right places. Yeah. You, puts like you lost some in, weight. You lost some weight. Your face is looking kind of skinny. Tw 12 pounds on my little cleanse. Today's the first day I'm having a just a glass of wine, eating all veggies. Now I'm integrating lean meats, some salmon, some chicken. I made, dude, I made the decision to literally go all in on mind, body, and spirit. I feel like I was attacking the spiritual growth so much that the body was lagging behind. Yeah. You can't have spiritual growth if you die. So I'm like, True. I'm going all in. I'm going to be like 20 years old again. Like, you'll see a difference. I'm going to be, when I see you on your birthday, if you come out to meet me, yep. I'll probably be like 18 pounds down, abs starting again, getting a little of the guns going, leaning up a little bit. As long as I bring my step stool. <laughs> there you go i am groot like you're tall man. i'm fucking i'm always the tallest dude when i met you i was like damn you're a tall fucking motherfucker no i i i literally never knew i was tall till i saw family pictures and i was like who oh shit that's me who's that big crazy <laughs> whose stomach is that in the picture <laughs> who's that yeah dude it's always the family and then there's the big crazy guy with his arms around everybody i'm like oh that's, that's beautiful me. it matches your soul man it matches your soul we got lee in the house what's up brother yeah. lee Thank you for joining us here on Friday night, Friday night. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. I mean, it's it's been a good week as well. It's been a, a week of uh, getting more of the book done. I think I got about 5,000 words done this week. Um, just had a good writing session right now. So I was feeling in the flow, which was good. And uh, yeah, ready to rock and roll this conversation tonight. I just want to make a mention to you guys out there. Um, for those of you guys who have been following us for a while or not following us for a while, um, we support this beautiful organization right here, helphealhumanity.org. Mm -hmm. And at the present mm -hmm. moment, we are looking for particular volunteers to volunteer for the board and to volunteer for some positions. So if you know of anybody who might be a treasurer or a grant writer or um, uh, effective with business uh, marketing and stuff like that, let us know. Um, we're now accepting applications for those positions. So we would love to have you there. Go check out helphealhumanity.org. And if uh, there's other volunteer positions there as well, but just check it out. Serena Buffalino is a dear friend of both of ours, and she's been on the show multiple times. She is an amazing soul out there, really, truly, truly trying to help heal humanity. So we would appreciate your love and support for that. So just wanted to share that with you guys. And uh, without any further ado, um, ladies and gentlemen, tonight on The Unfiltered Experience, we have the pleasure of having Brendan McCauley. Brendan McCauley comes to us as a recommendation from our friend Sally Anderson. So thank you so much, Sally, for being here. And tonight's conversation is going to be The Unfiltered. So we appreciate you guys for being here. Please always ask us questions, engage with our guests, and uh, most of all, just be awesome. And so without further ado, welcome to The Unfiltered Experience, Brendan McCauley. What's up, Brendan? Dude, stoked to be here, hanging out with uh, two of the awesome, most awesome guys I know on a Friday night. So, uh, and this is actually past my bedtime. I'm normally uh, up at four, in bed by eight. So, dude, I'm I'm here. I'm ready. Let's let's rock and roll. Right on. What's uh, so you must be on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah, rock eight. So it's it officially eight oh five my time right now. Whereabouts are you again? Again, I can't remember. Uh, like the West Palm Beach, South Florida area. Sweet. 
Yep. Great so ball. everyone that's experiencing like, you know, six degree weather right now absolutely hates us. And uh, it's a beautiful 70 degrees. So, but uh, I'm in Austin. So, so I feel that too. I was actually in West Palm about a month ago with a buddy of mine. Um, we were right down on the beach. Um, you know that there's a really old, there's, there's the four seasons and two doors down. There's like a big old complex. That's the oldest one. He's got one of the penthouses there. We sat in the beach, dude. There was no one there. It was just us. I was like, this is incredible. Dude, wow. there's, there's some night yeah, when you go and especially if you got a really cool spot like literally you can mm-hmm. just like, go by the beach it is just like super smooth and especially on the clear nights like especially when it's a yes. little cool out dude you look out it's nothing but moon um mm. and yeah it's absolutely gorgeous good place to just go reflect chill and uh and spend spend an evening so i love it nice wow. sounds but, awesome uh, way, on the other coast hey, congrats by the way on losing the 12 pounds man that's that's badass well, and, and I appreciate that. And, you know, like all of us, you know, I was before a trainer, like I know what to do, but so many times you're reaching out and doing so much for so many other people that I'm like, oh, I could get in shape quick. I can get in shape quick. And one day you're not in shape. And I'm like, <laughs> there's just no excuse for it. You know, <laughs> one day you I hit over 50 and you realize it's a little bit different. You got to put a little effort where before you could just turn around and do nothing. Now I have to put the work in and I'm doing it. So, well, you know, Scott's still handsome, so he's got that going for him. But you know, man, you start slimming up, eighteen pounds, get a little bit of happening, <laughs> and it's uh, it's game on, brother. Yeah, there he looks go. good for sixty-two. I, I think that's he looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, uh, uh, so that's we got we got the United States covered. So you're in West Palm Beach, Scott's in the middle of the country Central. in Austin, and I'm on Southern California. So that's good. There it's awesome. Go. We got uh, Mary Kay in the house. She says it's my what minus twenty-two. Oh, Oh Fuck God. that. That's gorgeous. You know, dude, Florida's <laughs> so funny, dude. I shit you not. Two days ago, it was it was 40 something degrees out, and then typical yeah, leaves like burr. And then as soon as you hit 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you're back up to 60. And then like yesterday, it was like an average of like 75 to 80. So Florida's just all over the freaking place. You got you gotta love the weather, man. Yeah. You I have do. a better chance of getting those big sunshine days because in Austin, like like we've had a bunch of 70 days in a row, but then we mm-hmm. had that insanity last year with that blizzard where mm-hmm. there's like six, seven inches for three days straight and all the electricity shuts down. <laughs> I was like third world country. We didn't know what to do. Everyone's oh, like, I don't have boots. I have sandals. They're walking around in sandals in the snow trying to <laughs> shovel, but they don't have shovels. So you're using your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's a nice little ball. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank and- you. At least Florida, most people move from the East Coast, so they like can deal with it. Here, everyone's like, well, "What just what just happened?" And we're all like screaming, and I'm like, "You're yeah, gonna be okay." And, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the weather segment here on the Unfiltered Experience. Now we're back to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> um, so so Brandon, welcome to the show. Um, and we got also got Chad in the in the house. He says, "Bone chilling, yeah. 68 degrees in Newport Beach, California." Mm. Thank you, Chad, for being here. Chad's uh, de- Chad's definitely a part of our unfiltered family. So, um, so Brendan, actually, let's just continue off this conversation that we're talking about weight loss and whatnot. And you being a mindset uh, mastery expert, why is it that so many people sit there and, like Scott was saying, he goes, "I know what to do. I'm a trainer. You know, we all know what it is we need to do. We all know that if we need the answers, it's right here in our computer or in our phone. I mean, literally, I can Google anything that I want to know how to be better at my time." All these different things. In your opinion, in your experience, why? What is what is the what are the factors that 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 people don't implement in that execution process? Yeah, and I'm glad you brought it up. So, and at the very end of this, I I did write a quick personal development book. Literally, you can digest it in about an hour, and we break down all those pieces. Um, there's about 13. So I call it like my 13 principles to achieve greatness, and we and I want to dive into like each one of those. Um, you might have got to share a little bit of backstory just to kind of set the tone to that. Is that cool? 
by all means man it's just us kicking it i'm going to be enjoying some grapes with you at the same time so uh in that case cheers (laughs) what you got what are you drinking it's actually a malbec i don't i don't have anything to drink but he's got camino sours (laughs) so brendan if you're if you're a malbec guy at some point go to mendoza because that's where they're all from mendoza argentina it's super cheap to spend time down there so you can walk around whatever that bottle costs if it's 40 bucks in the state it's like $4 and you go from vineyard to vineyard. It's not like going to Napa where they charge you 50 bucks for a tasting. They okay. want you to try their wine. They're like, please try it. And you walk out of there going, this might be heaven. Yeah. I also love a good red blend. So we can have a side sidebar about that. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so let's dive into it. So long story short, uh, when I was young, parents uh, fought a lot, ended up getting a divorce. And um, my go-to was really, ironically enough, we're all talking about food. So I, I basically turned to binge eating. That was my thing. That was my escape. So what what age did they divorce? I'm sorry. Uh, so I was probably about you were. seven, between like seven and 10 years old. So still oh, pretty young. Uh, so with that, like I turned to binge eating. Dude, I, I take like 15 chocolate chip cookies. I'd stuff them in there, dunk it with milk, eat it with, uh, you know, with a spoon. So like I was, I was all in. That was my thing. Um, and long story short, basically, you know, you, you get teased enough going through school. And I said, well, you know, one day I'm just going to draw that line in the sand. And I think for a lot of us, we get to the point where there's a portion in life where you just draw that line. You say enough's enough. Uh, and a lot of things we're going to talk about tonight is when you draw that line, what does that journey look like? And Chris, when we talked before, uh, you know, the biggest thing I think that people can take away from tonight is that most people stop way before that they should. Yeah. And that journey that we go through, whatever that is, if that's health, wealth, relationships, you get to this point where it's like it's super ugly as you start moving forward and you get your ass kicked and you get your ass handed to you. And you're like, damn, I shouldn't do this again. And then we, you know, Scott, like you were saying before, it's very simple when you know what to do and you feel like you've got it. But then all these other priorities in life start to happen. And before you know it, it's just like, OK, I'm juggling this ball and this ball. Oh, shit, I forgot. I got five balls over here. And now it's like, OK, well, I've let those go. So it's, it's kind of like that that juggling act. Um, so as I began to really tra- uh, transform myself physically, I really mastered myself mentally. And so do you guys know, uh, you know, Beachbody, P90X, the whole yes. thing? All of it. All of it. Been there, done it. Love it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love it. Sweet. Abra so, X. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, you'll get all torn up. I, I so, still like the one thing Bill Phillips said of have one day as a cheat day. I'm a big fan of that because so many people, yeah. when they quit something, they have an issue. Bust mm-hmm. your ass six days and do one thing all in one day. I mean, that's yeah. probably the best thing he said in his stuff. Yeah, because it's not it's not going to kill you, right? So and and so I'm working with a guy right now, and that's that's part of the discipline portion. It's like, okay, you know, where's where's that give and take? Like, what does that what does that look like? Um, so as I started going through it, you know, and I've, I just you and we're going to talk about this, but eventually you kind of get into that process, and it's like, all right, well, what do I have to change in my routine? And you know, it's so like, what what are the things in my life that I need to implement that I need to you know put a little here, take a little bit out of here. Um, and then where are the things I can let slide and where are the things I really need to like, you know, hunker down and discipline on. Um, and I'll basically say probably as the time I started transitioning into college is when I really started to just say, OK, like my health is a main priority. And just like for you guys, you created this show. This show is a priority. Every Friday you show up, you kick ass and then it's got that compound effect. Right. So it just like you start to see more people there. Um, you start to get more, you know, attraction to the show. You start to get more shares. So <clears throat> with that, as I started going through it. I realized like this is the kind of discipline. This is the kind of lifestyle. Like this is the kind of person who I want to be. Here's who I want to show up as. Um, and I think just it's that continual journey. It's that continuous progress of like, okay, I tried this. It didn't work. What do I have to try? What do I have to do differently? Uh, I think the other portion, just that we're looking at, you know, the three of us guys here, who are you surrounding yourself with? 
who are the guys that you're hanging out with? Who are the conversations that you're having to help you get to that next step, to get to that next journey? Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really probably the biggest part where I had started. And then, you know, I definitely want to dive into, you know, a little bit more of those pieces, but uh, yeah, man, that was, that was probably the biggest, the biggest thing I had to figure out how to overcome. Um, so anyways, let's, yeah. So let's, let's kind of, you know, we'll throw it from there. And if you guys want to bounce back, I'd love to kind of hear about your journeys and uh, you know, we, we can definitely dive into it a bit more. Cool. I, I mean, I love what you said about the whole emotional eating thing because it's never an answer. And I can probably say like anybody I've ever met has emotionally eaten at some point, you know, whether it's an ongoing kind of eat cookies to go to sleep at night just to function or if it's just, you know, had a bad date and come home and I'm going to eat some ice cream or whatever. We've yeah, all done it. Yeah. So so talking about that, you know, one of the things that Chris and I have been um, chatting about a little bit lately and, and a lot of people on social media I'm connecting with is the idea that all these things we do are trauma responses, whether perceived good or bad. So, yeah. you, you know, your drug for the moment might be cookies, then it could turn into cocaine, it could turn into drinking, it could turn into being a workaholic. I could say that basketball is a strength of mine. Is it or is it something that I still do because it's an addiction, because it's, a, you know, dealing with trauma? You know, talk mm -hmm. about that. You've got your parents splitting seven, eight years old. Many of us had parents, you know, splitting up. We sometimes don't even know why we're feeling bad. Jump into a box of cookies. What can you tell people out there who have those addictions? And another part I want to add in, too, is when you remove the cookies, what do you replace it with? Did you heal? Are you in the healing process? Or did you actually replace it with something else, maybe working out? Yeah, so I think a lot of it got replaced with the working out portion. Um, you know, not, not that I consider myself like a total gym head, but like when you when sure. you just start to realize, I think when you're when you say that, okay, here's the pain threshold, and when you say I'm never gonna go back to that again, whatever whatever that is in for your life. Maybe I'm tired of a bad relationship, maybe I'm tired of the way my body looks, maybe I'm tired of the fact that I'm working paycheck to paycheck. You know, I think again, when you kind of say, okay, here's where I, I never want to go back to this again because it's yeah. too fucking painful. Like I'm like just Period. End of story. Done. It doesn't align with who I am. It's not like in alignment with how I want to show up in the world. Um, so for mine, it was, you know, and, and it, dude, even still to this day, yes, I've gotten to the point where I was probably good, like three or 4% body fat, just out of pure curiosity. Now, sure. is it sustainable? You know, I think a lot of times we go into certain things, we go gung ho and we realize, okay, like that's, that's not, that's not a sustainable form of life and whatever that is. But once you've realized what you're capable of versus where you came from, um, I think that totally changes the bar across the board for everything moving forward. So, you know, if you came from, hey, like for, all right, I'll give you an example. So when I had initially started, even before Beachbody, I got into Weight Watchers. So my mom, you know, we'd have accountability. You go every Saturday, you weigh yourself. Uh, and then with that, great. I got down a couple pounds. Awesome. Got down a couple more pounds. And then all of a sudden you take on something that you never thought was even possible and so, Scott, like what you were talking before, it's like, holy shit, I've got a six pack. And then the way that you look at yourself and the possibilities and like what is actually what is open and available to you that you maybe never thought was possible beforehand. It just it sets a totally different tone for your lifestyle and, and what you want to go towards. Um, so I'd probably say a couple pieces that were super helpful. The accountability portion. It absolutely has to be there. And a, a recommendation to a book that I came across, The Four Disciplines of Execution, was tremendous. Have you guys ever read that before? No. Phenomenal book. Four Disciplines uh, of Execution? Or, yeah. Uh, like the four Ds, I think, is what they they kind of, it's like the short term for it. Um, 
but yeah, four disciplines. And, and one of those pieces that he talks about is accountability. Uh, and then really, you know, the gamification portion and just being able to say, okay, you know, what's at the end of the day, what's going to hold you accountable as you keep going through these pieces. So, you know, you guys got a huge goal, Scott, you're on a goal right now where, you know, you're talking about the the weight loss and just, you know, staying on the specific track. And then maybe you're putting like a little bit of alcohol and then you're bumping it up a little bit. So you've got a system that you can stick to. You've got, you know, you've got Chris here that's going to be on your ass. It'll probably call you out for something. Right. And then, you know, Chris, for you, I mean, you like for the first half of the year, because of experiences you've had before, you said, all right, for the X, Y, Z period of time, I'm going to lock down. I'm not going to drink. And like, you know, that's your new standard. Mm -hmm. So are, are you guys Tony Robbins fans at all? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I was so watching this five day challenge, but then I got kind of bored because I've heard it all before. Nice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, same stuff. So and that's and that's what he talks about, right? So he always says, like, you know, you want a new life, you raise your standards. So I you know, I just think for us, and if you're looking at okay, this isn't right in my life, or maybe I want to change this, or I want to tweak this, or I want to modify it. What are those standards that you're currently living at? And the cool here's the cool part. You you when I say you, anyone that's listening to this, you have 110% control of everything that's going on. And most of it just seriously just starts in here. And the second that it changes in here, everything else changes. And I, I think, you know, probably the biggest piece is even just believing that you can. And the second that you start to get those small little wins, there you go, right there, 100% on your wrist. Right? Indeed. So And go yeah. love now. Don't forget, I got to go love now right there. I love it. Go and there's no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> exactly hanging out with the the no excuse coach um and the go love now guy uh yeah and that's that's what it comes down to it's like how do you see yourself showing up in a certain situation so if you identify as i'm the kind of person who and then you insert the blank i'm the kind of person who eats healthy i'm the kind of person who cherishes my wife i'm the kind of person who drives a badass tesla I'm the kind of person who, and then it's like, you, you kind of put in there whatever you want. And I think that starts to set the tone. So like if literally, if you can close your eyes and say, okay, I see myself driving this kind of car in this kind of house with this kind of spouse, my kids are doing this. I feel successful in my business. You just sort of set that tone. Um, and I think the more you practice it, the more you live into it, the more it kind of comes to fruition. Uh, so it's, it's cool to watch those. I know you, before like off camera, we were saying we've got all these pieces that are starting to like, you know, come into motion. Uh, so it's, it's neat. And I, and I've seen this a lot and, and I don't know, maybe it's a 2022 thing. It just seems like there's so many beautiful spots that are really starting to open up for a lot of people, for myself, for guys like you. Uh, so it's, it's really cool to watch. Hmm. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Brendan. Um, when you look back on your history, a lot of what we talk about here is, is overcoming challenges and, and the things that we've done. Talk to us about a few challenges in your life where in retrospect, you're appreciative of the fact that you went through those challenges because now they made you stronger to handle the things that you've gone through since. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so let me kind of pick up from, from where we're at before. So basically I, as I got into the, the whole personal transformation thing, uh, as I got into Beachbody, it was very, uh, network marketing heavy. And if anyone that's, you know, that's been into network marketing, you know that they're all about personal development. So that was kind of like my first taste for, for two things, a entrepreneurship and seeing what was really possible uh, with the ability that I could actually help others and get paid for it. So that for me was that dude, that, that blew my mind. I was like at 21 years old. Cool. Let's rock and roll. This sounds great. Um, and then also just, you know, being able to figure out like, what is the best version of me? How can I, how can I bring that to the table? And that started to unlock the coaching portion. And so I fell in love with coaching, fell in love with personal development. Um, and that just totally opened my world to just a whole new, higher version of myself. So 
as I started going through, I was kind of on that uh, 40, 40, 40 plan and uh, came What's to that? find out. Huh? What's the 40, 40, 40 plan? Just uh, for so anybody who doesn't know. Yeah. So that's the, the work for 40 years. Um, or, well, yeah, was it work 40 hours for 40 years and then retire on 40% of your pay? Uh, so that's like your, your standard, you know, kind of like job, uh, I guess, you know, level. Um, so I'll put it this way. My, my mom's been in corporate almost since I was born. Uh, basically my whole family's kind of like, you know, live that lifestyle. I got my undergrad, tried to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. What did that look like? And so for anyone that's watching this, if you feel like you're not entirely sure, like where things are going, I think the biggest thing is enjoy the journey while you're on it. Yes. Right. So enjoy the, like when you're in the middle of the craziness, when you that whole hindsight's 2020, once you get over all the craziness, once you get over all the shit, once you get over all the oh my god, that was absolutely like insane. The learning that you get from that makes all the difference in the world, right? So then eventually we get to the point where we can look back and be like, all right, well, I learned from this experience, I learned from this experience, and I learned from this one. So now I know what to do, what not to do, and what to do on the next time. Right. So I got my undergrad, took a couple years off, tried everything under the sun I could possibly think of that looked interesting. And then I had parents that kept saying, like, get your master's, get your master's, get your master's, because then you got something to fall back on. So uh, basically bust a mask for two years. And then after that, I'm still working at the same corporate job. And Chris and Scott, I got to be honest, man, I'm sitting there flying Chair Force One. I'm just I got my mouse. I'm looking at the computer. I'm like, I'm going to blow my brains out. This is like totally not just this is my personal. <laughs> we get it. We get that. Right. Right. So there were so many times I kid you not. Dude, I almost walked to my boss's office. And I said, thank you. I, I wanted, I want to walk in. I want to be like, thank you so much. I'm putting in my, my two weeks notice. I appreciate you. And I got to the point where I finally, I remember one day very specifically, and I was talking to my, my, at this time, girlfriend, my now fiance. And I said, Jess, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to leave my job. I'm going to give them a 90 day notice. So that way they can fill the spot. And I want to play full-time entrepreneur. Will you support me? And she said, can you pay the bills? I said, babe, I will do whatever the fuck it takes to make sure I can take care of this. I promise you, but I want to do this. Will you support me? And she said, yes. That day I walked in and I said, boss, greatly appreciate it. Truly, you know, thank you so much for all this opportunity you've given me. I'm putting in my 90 day resignation. I cashed in my 401k. Had no idea what the hell this was going to look like, but I also knew I had connections and I had a network of people I could reach out to that would support me. And with that, you guys, you guys know Les Brown, motivation. Who? Chris is all about Les Brown. <laughs> Who? He played for the Miami Dolphins, right? Yes, that guy. That's the guy. <laughs> there probably was a Les Brown. Here, so yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep, talk, keep talking, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll show you. I know Les Brown. Keep talking. Let's see if it comes back. No, keep so, you guys keep okay. talking. So basically I, uh, I had signed up. I got, a, you know, I was Les Brown certified as a speaker and I got super close with the guy at the time who was actually the CEO of the company. And I talked to him like, Matt, I got, you know, I know what you guys do. I got a general concept. I want to train. I want to coach. I want to speak. Like that's what lights me up, dude. I don't know what you do. I don't know what it looks like, but I want to be part of it. Pay me $500 a week just so I don't go broke and I can eat. Um, take me on. If after three months you don't like me, can me. He's like, you serious? I said, yes. Damn. So I basically, I cut myself off from corporate. I lived for three months on the only means that I had available from a 401k. Uh, and long story short, that turned into about a year and a half of just an absolute beautiful relationship. Met some of the most absolutely incredible people. 
and that was my first year out of a corporate job. Um, now here, all right. So let me kind of backtrack to the mission and what we're talking about. If there's something you want to do, most people get about 85% of the way. And then they say, I don't know if I can do that. And they don't pull the trigger. I, oh, yeah. He's in front of me all love, the time. It's love the best that one. Post. It's, right it's so the right on point. Love Boom. that post. Because Stays in front of me all the time. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And you don't know how fucking close you are. And oh, yeah. sometimes you are this damn close. You are almost this always, almost, almost always, always you're that close. <laughs> and so there's a bit of a methodology to, in terms of, you know, like how you go about getting there. But at the end of the day, if you don't take that leap and grow your wings on the way down, you never know. And 80% showing up, right? It's just 80% just being there. So <clears throat> got to the point, had that. And in between, basically after that first year, up until fast forward where we are now, um, I've taken probably more licks than I care to count. Probably had my ass handed to me more times than I care to count. Um, had absolutely more phenomenal opportunities in my life than I probably could count. Almost took a company public, which would have been fucking right. sick. Um, that was about a year and a half, maybe a little bit longer worth of work. To turn around and hear that, by the way, we don't have the cash flow to be able to pay you. Um, and that's happened twice to me. So nothing like working and then two weeks into supposed to get a paycheck saying, hey, by the way, we wow. can't pay you this week. Best of luck. Um, here's why I bring that up. There's going to be times when you're moving towards a goal that is tremendously important to you. And as soon as a block hits us, we have one of two options. And 90% of that just depends on how we react. Either we can go into oh shit moment or we have that opportunity to just shift a little bit and say, okay, well, what do I have in front of me? What does that look like? And what are those next steps I can take? And if you can remain cool, calm and collected, and I think, you know, be able to take these, these at what seem like challenges at the time and turn them into massive opportunities. Dude, some of the things that I got cut off from open massive windows over here. And even though they didn't necessarily turn into what I thought they would, the, the learning that I've learned from those yeah. have put me in a spot now that it's like, oh my God, if I didn't learn that at that time, I, there's no way I could do what I'm doing now. Have you, have you guys experienced that before? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, a buttload, a buttload. So, so uh, like there's a lot of times I'll stop at one point and I just want everyone to sit on an idea. Everyone needs to sit on that idea because there's, there's Chris and Les. <laughs> nice. So everybody needs to sit on that idea because here's the deal. Every single one of us goes into a cycle and a pattern of reaction of how we deal with our, you know, our perceived failures. So that was exactly the point of what I was saying right now. There's an opportunity that in my mind was the big thing that I was going to be doing right now. This was a huge thing. And my typical reaction to that would be, this is bullshit. They screwed up. Are they stupid? What's wrong with them? And guess what? All of that is true, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here's the reality that happened move it out of the way because here's a here's a simple analogy i'm at the end of that cave knocking away i'm about to get the diamonds and somebody comes up and gives me a bunch of pizza i was about to stop and eat pizza because i thought that was the great thing and walk away and really what i needed to keep doing is just chipping away and it's it's almost like a door number two kind of deal from a game show so to that point everybody needs to stop and think what's happening right now in your life that you think is the end of the world and it literally is exactly what the universe is doing for you to redirect you to everything you've ever asked for. 
Yeah. And the Boom. minute you trust that, game over. You're there. And it might Dude. take a little longer than you think, but you're there. Dude, that that totally reminds me of a meme that I love. Next to what that one is, it says, "Just when you think, just when you think everything's falling apart, it's falling together." That that is stuck with me yeah. so big. So yeah, I love I love this conversation. Love it. Yeah, and, and we're all we're all going through it daily. And I know there's people who follow us, and this is the way why I want to sit here for a second. There's people who follow us who get into a victim mentality and say that you know we don't understand their situation, or you know you're not going through it. It always happens to me. Listen, if you keep saying it always happens to me, then you're absolutely correct. If you say today's a new day and new things are going to happen to me, you're correct. Either way, and I beg people to finally listen to this and when they think there's a failure or something bad, to just move past it and keep going. And I know it's it's not easy, but that's where all your change is going to come from. You know it, Brandon. You know it, Chris. I know it. I want everybody to hear that in process. So. <clears throat> Yeah, hundred percent. So I just I want to kind of run through like just the the thirteen principles because I think it's it's going to kind of tie in everything that we're talking about. So this is literally, you guys got a couple years worth of experience on me, but from my young thirty three years worth of experience, this is kind of what I've learned. Um, so the first principle is invest in you. So you Amen. are hands down. Uh, so Lee says the universe always says yes to whatever the tendency of our thought is. Lee, hundred percent, man, totally with you. Um. So invest in you, like, you know, even uh, Warren Buffett says the best investment that you can make is in yourself, right? So it's not in the stocks, not in, you know, all these other pieces, not in companies. Um, that's why the guy reads as much as he does, because the more knowledge he can put in here, whether that's health, wealth, relationships, whatever it is, the better he shows up. Uh, the second part, perception is everything. So the way that you look at something, we, I, I don't remember exactly who the quote was, but it's like, when you change the way you look at things, the Dr. things- Dr. Wayne Dyer. Yep. There you go. Wayne Dyer. The things you look at change. Yep. <clears throat> um, third one, watch your language. So yeah. what are the words that you use? <laughs> Chris is like, I ain't watching my language. What happened? Four agreements. Yeah. Right. So if I say, Hey, you know, today sucks. Today's going to be horrible. I know what's going to happen. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you've already spoken to existence or Hey dude, today fucking rocks. I'm feeling awesome. How do you greet yourself in the morning? When someone mm -hmm. says, Hey, good morning. Do you say, Hey dude, happy Friday. Start. I'll tell you what, if you're, if this is the first time you've ever tried this, if this is the first time on your show, or if you've been on the show before, try this one on a Monday morning. I don't care how shit-tastic your day looks. Someone says, hey, how you doing? Dude, happy Monday. I'm feeling fantastic. How about you? Watch how that changes you on the inside. Watch how you show up. You know, watch what people do. You come off with happy Monday. I'm feeling fantastic. How you doing with a smile on your face? Watch somebody try and get pissed off or come out all grouchy at you. If that's the case, that's probably not the kind of person you want to hang around or you're going to brighten somebody's day and actually inspire them to be a little bit happier if they're feeling miserable. Um, so, so, Brendan, here's something you'll get a kick out of this. Please, you know, please. Give, the, give the illusion of choice to people. I always go one step further. Like when I see somebody like a cash register who looks like they're in a bad mood, I go, are you having a great day or a freaking fantastic day? And they're like, <laughs> they're like, son of a bitch. This Inside, they're, they're like, like, is this a trap? They're sitting there going and they're like, a great, a great day because they're like trying to get to the lowest common denominator of their choice and they're going a oh, great day and they're like confused almost <laughs> irritated but like son of a bitch you're making me have a better day you're scott's throwing curveballs little little psychology for the whole foods employee but whatever we're yeah, no, for the right I'm, reasons. <laughs> i'm the go love now guy <laughs> bring bring on the happiness man let's do it oh <laughs> uh, so uh number four discover your why like what if, if uh, was it Simon Sinek, you know, like when you yep. really figure out what is that main why that drives you to do what you do, 
uh, I think that kind of coincides. Like if you get to the point where you just know that what you're doing every single day, dude, we only got so long to live. And if you're doing the same thing day in and day out, and you're miserable while you're doing it. Yes. There's that scared kind of, okay, well, if I go to do my own thing, which I know I'll be happy about, what about this? What about bills? What about, can I pay this? What about how am I going to do it? Dude, you love from less, man. How is none of your business? Get the people that know how to do it on your team and just figure what you want and move forward. And then if you have that driving reason why, um, <clears throat> that makes all the difference in the world. You guys ever read um, Good to Great, the book? Yep. Mm-mm. Okay, so Scott. Jim something or other. Uh, Jim Collins. Yep. So at the end of the day, it comes down to three things. He says, you got to love what you do. You got to be the best at it. And it's got to make financial sense. And as long as you cover all three of those, dude, and you have a solid why, then you can rock and roll. Hands down, one of my favorite books. Uh, if you haven't read it, I recommend it. Um, number five, prince, uh, visualization is key. Can you in your mind say, okay, if I close my eyes, I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is exactly how this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. Dude, even the biggest skyscrapers, the, the buildings, everything that we look at was pictured in somebody's mind either on a blueprint, you can close your eyes, you know exactly what you want to achieve. If you want a six pack, you close your eyes, you can see it. If you want a beautiful relationship, you close your eyes, you can see it. You want a fucking Lambo in the driveway, you close your eyes, you can physically touch it in your mind and it's there. Every single person that has absolutely achieved these, and you guys know this, has seen it first. So can you visualize it in your mind? Um, Number six, create laser focus. I've seen and... If you want to go after something, if you start splitting your focus into multiple pieces and then you do like 30% here, 30% here, and 30% here, your focus is all over the place. And that makes it really challenging to achieve that one thing. So Scott, what you were talking about beforehand, hey man, I'm working on this, I'm working on this, and my health's got maybe you know 10% of my focus. And the second you took that and you shifted that focus right back to the front, all of a sudden, dude, you're what, down 18 pounds, you said? Yeah, like 12 or something like that. Yeah. So that's, that's sick. You know, so everyone that's on here, if there's one thing in particular you really want to crush, put that focus towards it. Um, Number seven, discipline, consistency, and balance. So how, how disciplined are you? How consistent are you? Dude, you guys rock this show every Friday, right? Every Friday. Every Friday. You show up, you gain it. Um, There's a phenomenal book called The Compound Effect. Darren Hardy. uh, Dan Hardy, there you go. Compound effect. Whatever you do starts to multiply that little 1% period, you know, time over time. Um, number eight, goal setting. So Let's, I want to go back to discipline for a second because yeah, something hey, we talk on the show it. quite a bit is asking people, you know, a lot of times we'll sit there and say, I did the best I could. I did the best I could. One time I did that and I was sitting there thinking about it and I called bullshit on myself. I'm like, what is my best? We never really identify what our true best is. And I think that our best becomes better when we have greater leverage in there. For me, the leverage is no regrets and leaving a legacy for my son that he'll be proud of and making a mark in this world for my time being here. So I think about that every single day and that's what propels me to greatness and that what propels me to do my best. But in some situations, I still don't think I'd necessarily do my best. What are your thoughts on people in the, the self analyzation, I guess, of what our best is and how can we raise that bar uh, considerably so that we can achieve more? Because we know that we're not using the capacity of our brain that we should be. So what in your terms could you say to people to to reach that higher level of best? We talked about setting the bar before, but what are some other things? 
So um, I, lo I love a lot of like, you know, motivational YouTube videos, especially when I work out in the morning, just gets me in the right mindset. Um, David Goggins is a guy that yeah. I follow pretty religiously. And like any, dude, you type in motivation, the guy like he's all over the page, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so he usually talks, I don't remember the exact percentages, but like just when you think you've reached 100% of whatever that best or max is, you've still got roughly about 20 to 25% more that you can go. And I, I think ultimately it just, it comes down to, you know, if, if happiness is really the biggest thing that we're going after, then decide what is going to make you the happiest with whatever it is that you want to hit. So I'll give you a prime example. So health and wellness, like, you know, dude, I'll show you some before and after pictures. Feel free if you want to tag that in this post. I was, I was poofy. All right. I was mad poofy. Fluffy. The point, I'm like, just out of pure curiosity, if I ate on fucking point for 90 days, if I didn't cheat once and I totally busted my ass, what could happen? Out of pure nice. curiosity, dude. I mean, like show ready, just fucking stupid rip from head to toe. But that was my level. That was my level of happiness at that time because I wanted to see, okay, what was the best that I could possibly attain? Now, moving forward, I think depending on, you know, like just what is that expectation? What is that standard that we set for ourselves? Right. That's all for you. Dude, I've got guys that I talk to. If they could at least drop 10 pounds, they'd be happy. So I think for you, just figure out, and, and let's, so let's, here's what Les Brown said, and I modified a tweak uh, a little bit. Do what you can where you are with what you have. Be happy, but never be satisfied. Be happy with what you've got. But the, here's the problem. Most people, they start going up. They feel happy. But the second they feel happy and they get satisfied, they start dipping down. So I always like to use the word content. Never be content. Yeah. Never be content. Because I said the exact same thing. I'm like, like happiness has to be a, a dynamic thing that's fluid. It's, it's constantly moving. And you have to never be content. And that does not mean it's never enough. It's just the opposite. It's you, you got the point. If I can achieve this with this, why wouldn't I just accelerate and just tap the gas and get a little more out of it? This is my mm -hmm. vehicle. Enjoy it. Yeah. And, and there's, I mean, it, you, like you look at so many success stories, like even like restaurants, like there's plenty of restaurants where they're totally crushing it. And all of a sudden they start getting stagnant and they, you know, they, they stop doing what made themselves great in the first place. So like, if you start going, dude, even if it's a health and wellness routine, like if you went for 90 days and you busted your ass and you ate the right way and you're drinking a ton of water and all of a sudden 90 days come up and you start saying, okay, oh, cool. Well, you know, I've got all these great results and I feel great about myself and like mentally I'm doing good and I've been meditating. All right. I'll kind of like, I'll just kind of creep back into it. I'll compound my effect back into the old way that I was doing it before. And Chris is pointing himself out. But then all of a sudden now we start creeping back in the other direction, right? So either we're growing or we're dying um, or, you know, we're succeeding or we're kind of, you know, fading back into what we did beforehand. Um, and unfortunately it's, it's very, I love Jim Rohn. He, you know, it's like what's simple to do is also simple not to do. Mm. And, you know, so the second that you start doing these little tiny things every day, well, the second you stop doing those little things every day, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, three months went by and I haven't been doing so this. Easy. I haven't been doing that. I haven't been doing that. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, damn, I'm flabby again. Or, you know, maybe you saw my busy. TikTok video, didn't you? I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to come out and show my belly. <laughs> I flew my belly. I said, look at ladies and gentlemen, this is what happened. So we're still so, sexy, man. That's all that matters. All so right? Brendan, so, so I know you're still in the middle of, you know, you're talking through those 13 points, but I do want to just summarize one thing that I think is super important for people to realize because people yeah. listen to the show, Chris and I are always talking about the importance of self-love and filling your own cup first. 
the best foundation and the truest foundation of self-love is self-discipline. Because when you have self-discipline, that's when you can start loving yourself because you're making time for yourself. You're saying, like right now, like I made a commitment. I said on day, you know, day 30 of like all this, I'll have a glass of wine. Um, I'll integrate lean meats because it was all veggies. But I'm not going to go jump back in and do cheese and, and do, you know, crappy grains. And like, I'm not doing it. I'm done. Now, I like those things. And I will have a Bill Phillips-esque cheat day. But even in that, I was like, if I'm going to cheat, maybe that day will be a filet or something. You know, something that's a little red meat, a little harder to digest. But I love that. So that's my kind of enjoyment moment. But that self-discipline is the self-love because I'm going to look in the mirror and say, that's who you really are. You're not that almost there guy. You're that guy who can do it and makes the choice to do it. I love your point about sophomore year of basketball. Me and my buddy said, let's try to go to like 2% body fat because we didn't know what that really meant. <laughs> we got to like five or six. And dude, five, you know what five or six, dude, is ripped. Yeah. Yep. Two or three is like, is this okay? Can I function? Like five or six? <laughs> yeah, five, five or six as a, as a college basketball player. I mean, we were shredded. And, and that was the end of that. Then I'd get back nine or 10. I was completely satisfied. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you know how that works. It's like, I don't think people conceptualize like two or 3% body fat. That looks non-existent. It's insane. it's insane. I got the 13 one time. I was pretty good. Dude, 13 when you're standing up looks pretty damn ripped. Yep. Five or six is ridiculous youth stuff for me. And if I could get back to 13 would be great right now. I'll take that. Yeah, dude. I think when I started, I was like, I was like 33% body fat or something like that. Like I was, you know, I had my fair share of chocolate chip cookies. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, once you, once you, once you really open that, that gate and to be like, holy crap, like this is really what I look like. And this is what I feel like, you know what it is too? Like if, if you do it the right way, like if you don't try and shortcut it, dude, I've tried, I've tried so many, just get, sure. get slim quick uh things where i'm like okay dude like i would go to gnc i would buy the thing that's like the newest hottest label mm -hmm. and, and i remember certain things when i was like 25 years old i take it i throw it in my passenger seat driving home i'm gonna be fucking ripped in 90 days is gonna be awesome like and i'm like i start popping the pills I'm like why is this not working and when you realize like there's so much more that goes into that it doesn't matter what it is same thing with the business man like you want to start your own business it's not just hey i'm gonna get a logo i'm gonna get a website i'm gonna put a name on there bam like now i've got things coming in like you have, you have to experience like what is the discipline that legit goes into this for long-term sustainability and mm -hmm. what's the real shit like, and this is why I say every coach has a coach. Like, and even if you yeah. think you know what you got going, there's always the next level, man. There's always something that you can do bigger and better. So mm -hmm. when we say, you know, don't necessarily stay content. Okay. If you, we get most happiest out of progress. So progress equals happiness. And the more you progress, because there's always that next level, because think about it, the second that we achieve whatever it is that it's in our mind, yes, there's that happiness state of whatever it is, a day, two days, maybe a month worth of celebration. And then we're kind of right back into that same vibe. So I think mm -hmm. just naturally we have this desire of, okay, well, how, how can I achieve that next level? And it's, it's like gamification in our own lives. Okay. I, I want to get, you know, even maybe bigger biceps. I want to, you know, get more in my bank account. I want to be able to give more to the charity of my choice. How do I do that? That's why you start hanging around these right kind of people. That's why you start setting new goals. That's why you hang around with big thinkers that have already been there, done that. Cause you're going to learn really cool shit, you know, from them and be able to implement that in your own life. So you, you said Amen. something that I really like is, you know, you're, you're talking about that more and more and more that can get twisted because I, I hear a lot of people, especially, you know, people you're coaching or talking to when you say more and more and more, 
a lot of people feel like that's an association with greed. What about more and more and more of just sharing your brilliance with the world, whatever currency you're receiving? Maybe it's right. more free time, more connection with others. Like tap into that and talk about that because because I know a lot of people when they hear, well, I don't want more and more and more. I'm happy right now. Well, if you're happy, we're not even having this conversation because you're talking about it. So how can they get more, more, more of what's really going to share their brilliance with the world and connect and simultaneously help fill their cup? Like talk about that a little bit, not necessarily monetary or whatever. Yeah, you know, I have Billy Idol in my head. Thanks a lot. <laughs> more, more. I was doing it too, actually. It's funny you say that. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Yeah, I'm with you. Right. So, and <laughs> I think that kind of goes back to, you know, number eight that we were talking about. It's like, what's your goals? Like, you know, what's important to you? And the second that you talk to somebody, say, okay, well, what do you ultimately want to achieve? Do you want just more satisfaction because you enjoy Maybe, dude, maybe you got all the money in the world. You know, maybe the thing that lights you up is that you can have conversations like these where you want to hop on five, six, seven podcasts and be like, hey, I've got 40 plus years worth of experience. Like, let me just share that because that lights me up. That's my passion. So, you know, from the more, more, more perspective, I think just getting getting more and constantly being in an energetic state where you can be at your highest level and the best version of you and yeah. whatever that is for you, you know, whatever, honestly, man. I want to get to the point where, you know, every area of my life is just radiating at the highest level I possibly can. Um, and ultimately, you know, I'd imagine that all of us just as human beings and want that similar kind of experience. Dude, I want the best kind of relationship that, you know, with my spouse, with my stepkids, uh, with my parents. So you like, what is a, an abundant, wealthy, rich relationship look like? So when we say, you know, abundance, when we say wealth, when we say uh, ultimate happiness, I mean, you know, whether that's men, uh, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, like you name it, every single area, I think it just kind of depends on, you know, wherever energy flows, you know, or whatever uh, focus goes, energy flows. So, you know, as you start to put your time and effort and energy into these pieces, it's just naturally going to be able to start to rise. So like for Scott, you know, for you, man, like your thing right now is the physical health and wellness and Chris, similar for yours. Like, you, I mean, you're building this show. You're also being very conscious about what you put in your body. So, you know, those for you guys right now is going to tremendously rise. And then if there's other portions of your lives, you know, and then same thing for me, like right now I'm very financially motivated just because there's, you know, that's just the area of my life where I'm really putting a lot of energy into. And I'm just now starting to see the fruition come to that. So for me, my more, more, more is I want to get fully out of all my debt. I want to be able to help as many people as I possibly can. Um, so that's where all my time, effort, energy, money is getting invested into. For somebody else on this call, they may, you know, they might be going through some traumatic times. And for them, the biggest thing of happiness is just how the hell do I get out of this chaos of my life and start getting, you know, surrounded by good people? Um, you know, and it's just, I think it totally varies, but it, just focus on the one thing in particular that's most important to you. Put that energy there. And then how do you surround yourself with like-minded people that are willing to step in and support you along this entire journey? Because going it by, you know, by yourself, dude, that's really, really challenging. So that's mm. that's that's kind of my quick thought on it. How do you awesome. convince people they deserve it? Because that's something that I get, you know, and I know Chris gets the same thing. You know, we're trying to coach somebody, we're trying to talk to somebody. You know, I'm, I'm hearing you loud and clear, and then I'm seeing different people that we connect with. How do you convince somebody they deserve it and take action on it? Because you've got somebody who's in a victim mindset um, and, and they're sitting there saying abundant, you know, I can't even pay or, or or well, my daughter doesn't like me because of blank or whatever. And I'm giving very vague examples. But how do you convince somebody they deserve 
to have better? So first and foremost, and I'll, I'll tell you from personal experience, is take, take full responsibility for the outcome. 100%. You have to be fully responsible for everything that happens. And that, that falls into a lot of different areas. I think especially leadership. If something gets fucked up, it's your fault. Somebody's pissed off, it's your fault. Because understand that if the second that you take your responsibility and say it's my it's my responsibility, it's my control to make sure that things come out the way I want to, the second that we put it on us, we take the control that was previously we thought was out of our hands and puts it in our hands. So I'll give you an example. When I started in Beachbody, there was a guy I followed. Um, his name's Wayne, and he was I think right now he was like the top Beachbody coach for the, for like a couple years in a row. Dude, totally crushed it. The guy was like 55, had like 18 kids, ripped from head to toe. Um, and he just, dude, he blew it away. And I'm watching this guy. And, and this is, so I started off with the victim mindset where I looked at a dude that had everything I wanted. And there's probably people a lot on this call where they look at somebody and say, okay, this guy's got what I want. I can't do that. And then I tell myself all the reasons why I can't. And I victimize all the reasons why I can't do it. Well, he's got this. He's got that. He's got that. And he's got this. Plus, he's got this. Plus, he, and all of a sudden, our head, well, I don't have that. Then we go into a victim victimhood of ourselves. I don't have access to this. I can't do that. I don't have this kind of certifications. I don't have this kind of training. I don't have this kind of body. So, you know what? That's fine for him, but I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And then we just get stuck in this, well, poor me mentality. Excuse which, me which can be super hard to get out of. And I totally get that. Um, and I think the major, the biggest transition for me and the biggest transition I tell to anybody is that you need to understand that you need to work with what you have, take what you have in front of you, do what you can, where you are with what you have, utilize that as assets and get uh, Mary Kay says there's no, no overnight success. Absolutely. Um, what are the tools? What are the baby steps that you can do right now? Dude, you need to put yourself in a fucking check. You need to ask yourself, okay, well, if Wayne's getting up at 4.30 a.m. and he's crushing an hour and a half plyo uh, you know, circuit with an abs routine and the motherfucker's eating 18 pieces of chicken with you know three ounces of broccoli and everything and a quarter ounce of rice and he measures his shit and he goes on, has a phenomenal day, puts good shit into his mind, feels like a rock star, are you doing that yourself? Mm. Are you doing all those pieces? Are you obnoxiously dedicated? Are you going to your phone and tracking all your shit? Are you making the business calls? Are you putting, are you going to networking events and making the best version of yourself? Because if the answer is no, then you take responsibility and it falls on you, man. Yeah. It 100% falls on you. So I think taking, taking personal responsibility and saying, what do I need to do different in my life? That changes the game. And the second you call yourself out, you're probably going to feel like shit the first time you do, because you're gonna be like, oh my God, I'm not doing any of this. Yeah, and but you got, uh, I mean, it's it's a requirement. You got to be you got to be able to, to stand in that that space because otherwise you're just going to continue in the cycle of complacency. But wow, it's we've already been talking for 50 minutes. Um, so where can people get a hold of you to continue this conversation, this fire conversation? Where yeah. can people get a hold of you? And I know you got you got something you want to offer everybody too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because I just remember. Um, so if you guys want to just connect on Facebook, it's super simple. Uh, Chris, if you want to just drop it because the name's uh oh, there we go. Voila. Um, yeah, so Brendan, those of you guys listening, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Brendan B R E N D A N R M C C A U L E Y, Brendan McCauley, Brendan R. McCauley on Facebook. People yeah, listen to the podcast. 
Um, so a lot of these principles we're talking about, and there's there's 13 total, but if you go to 13, the number 13 uh, principles book, that will give you all of them. It's actually a free audio book. Uh, and basically within an hour, a little bit less than an hour and a half, you can take every single one of these principles we're talking about and get a much deeper dive on it. Uh, and you can start implementing those immediately. So hopefully that'll be you know tremendously helpful. Um, but dude, honestly, like this topic, the second you master the mental mindset of pieces, every area of your life can certainly change. And that's, you know, it has for me. So, you know, I'm glad we we're able to really bust this open and have some fun with it. Yeah, no, no, no. Thank you for being on the show. It's been, it's been awesome. Um, and I love what Mary Kay said. I mean, just highlighting that again, there's no overnight success. It's so, it's so funny because it's, I mean, it takes 20 years to be an overnight success and that's, you know, people don't see <laughs> the grind and the hustle yeah. and everything else that goes on behind the scenes. And I also love this, this, this thought she brought up as well for the people who are listening over 10 million patents in the U S patent office. It all started with a thought bing 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 and mary Kay also says here thank you mary Kay, for spending your time with us uh she says reminding me of a quote nothing changes until the pain of staying the same is too yeah. great i love that one too i love that one too brendan thank you so much for being here man i appreciate you we're going to place you backstage here for a second don't go anywhere and scott and i are going to finish out the show and then we're going to gather with you backstage for just a second Thanks, but uh, thank you thank you thank you for being here appreciate and, you guys uh, don't go anywhere there you have it scott the unfiltered experience another show down brendan mcculley what do you love thoughts? it he capitalized on a lot of good points, all right? A lot of good points and points. And um, you know, I don't know if he did this with great intention or whatever, but uh, you know, the real calendar is supposed to be on 13. You know, it's not supposed to be 13 months instead of 12 months. He's got the number 13 in there. 13 is not an unlucky number, it's a very lucky number. Um, and all the principles he shared and the ones he didn't finish getting to, I think we all need to go check out that book. Um, I love what he's saying. And I know a lot of you guys are listening going, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Or you've heard that before. Well, here's the reality. You know, what, what Brendan's sharing, what Chris is sharing, what I'm sharing, a lot of these things are what we've pulled from the wisest people that we know. And we organize these things for you so that you can get the most out of them. So go check that book out. Um, it's free. It's an ebook. There's going to be a ton of value in it. I mean, the things he mentioned with, um, you know, making sure you find your why, super important. We talk about that all the time. The idea of the self-love component of... Um, self-discipline, super huge. Everything he said on point, totally appreciate him. I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I just love the fact that we, what we ended on really that, that important factor of taking personal responsibility. We talk about discipline, we talk about doing your best, you know, that accountability, you taught it, the team aspect, you know, who do you trust, who, who uh, empowers, empowers, you know, empowers, empowers or energizes. Yeah. accountability and um, mentor. mentor. Right. So, <laughs> and that's so important. I mean, so many people walk through their lives and, and we've asked those people those questions like, who, who's that for you? And a lot of people we did in the group coaching class, like, well, yeah. that's uh, one person. We have one person to do all those things for us. And that's ridiculous. You know, again, to his point, you know, make sure that you surround yourself with the people who are brighter and better, who are achieving the things that you want to achieve instead of the people that hold you complacent and mediocre. Because when we first started off the show, something that came to me as a quote from uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Bob Donnell, he talks about when it becomes acceptable, it becomes inevitable. So when we accept that mediocrity, we, we tolerate all that other shit that's going on in our life and we don't put an end to it, then we just sit there and breed more of that. And as you have taught me, the vibrational frequency of, frequency of where we were, where we're operating and what Brendan talked about, you know, bring your A game, have that excitement, have that enthusiasm, raise your vibration, and then you'll raise the quality of the people that you attract and the opportunities that you attract in your life. So bang on, I wrote down the book, uh, The Four Disciplines of Accountability. I love that. And uh, yeah, so guys go out there and connect with them. He's an awesome, awesome uh, individual and he's got a lot of uh, strengths. And uh, so go over there and hit him up. And uh, next week we have none other than 
Mr. Lee Heights. Lee Heights going to be the guest on the Unfiltered Experience next week. So be here, be square. Uh, just put it in your calendar every single Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And as always, please go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com, theunfilteredexperience.com. You can catch us out, join our Facebook group and our Facebook page, join the conversation when we're not here talking to you guys. And if you have any topics, you have any guests that you feel would be a great opportunity for them to be here on the Unfiltered Experience, please DM either Scott or myself. We would love to entertain a conversation with them. Have them on here and just get deeper into discussions with whatever it is that you guys want to help move yourself forward in life. So we love you. We love each and every one of you, whether you're watching live or on the replay, stay awesome, stay kick-ass, and uh, we'll see you here next week on the Unfiltered Experience. Bye for love now. You guys. Love you guys.